Welcome to the Renewed by Truth podcast. Do you struggle with feelings of unworthiness, self-doubt, or just feeling like you are not enough? Do you want to make more of an impact for God's kingdom, but have beliefs that hold you back? Trust me, I have been there. If you are plugging in here today, this is not another self-help podcast, but one steeped in biblical truth. I will help you overcome limiting beliefs, find your true identity in Christ, and live out your God-given purpose. My name is Candy Creech, and this is the Renewed by Truth podcast. Let's get started. Welcome back, friends, to the Renewed by Truth podcast. I'm excited that you're joining me today. And we are going to talk about something that I've seen in people this week, actually a couple of different people that I've talked to, and that is doubting yourself, your God-given talents, your abilities, the path that God has set you on, what he's called you to do, um, you know, how people sometimes can make us doubt that. And so I just felt like I needed to tackle the subject this morning because I know that it can happen to me. I can start doubting what God called me to do. And so I wanted to just talk about a few things today and maybe help you sort that out in your mind and maybe kind of get over some of those doubts that you are having and and kind of let you know like where, where it comes from and then how to overcome it. So before we get started on that, I just want to remind you that you can find some free resources on my website. It's in the show notes. It's renewedbytruth.com. So be sure and go there and check out those free resources. Um, also, go over to Instagram and follow me. Um, you can also follow me or send me a friend request on Facebook. And on Instagram, it's just Renewed by Truth. And on Facebook, it's just my name, Candy Creech. And I also have some other things that may be of interest to you. I have some different groups and things like that. So be sure and check that out. And if you ever have a question about anything, or if maybe there's a limiting belief that you're struggling with, please send me a private message through Instagram or Facebook. Either one, you can do that. And I would just love to hear them just so I can address them. Please don't be afraid to reach out to me. So let's get started today. So what makes you have doubts about what God has called you to do or just doubts about what you are doing in life or maybe even something you did or something you said? I want you to really think about it. What makes you doubt? So I've come up with just a small list of things I wanted to touch on today that I feel like probably plagues all of us. And one thing that can really make us doubt ourselves, that is when you have a disagreement with someone, right? Or someone has attacked you by something you're doing, or they're criticizing you by what you're doing. This can be one of the biggest things that can make us doubt ourselves, make us second guess what we're doing, even make us withdraw from people. Say, okay, I'll just be quiet. I have a business through social media, so I see this. A lot of people will post things like, I just have to get off Facebook, or I can't, um, you know, I can't take this anymore, or whatever it is. And a lot of times people will be very vocal on social media, and then I'll see them kind of disappear. And usually that's because somebody has criticized them or what they're doing, and it's made them doubt themselves and they withdraw. And I absolutely hate to see that. So I really wanted to address this today and some things that I've learned over the years. So, First thing that I'm talking about, when you have a disagreement with somebody or someone has basically attacked you and maybe you did not do the things that they said, or maybe you did not intend, like your heart was in the good place and, 
and things just got a little crazy, right? And sometimes that happens. And this has happened to me over the years, and it was hard. But when I look back and think about it, and I kind of evaluate, like, God, what were you doing during this time? Like, I something happened to me that I did not deserve. What what was going on there? And what I realized is God really uses those times to refine us and to draw us close to him because we hear God speaking the loudest when we really need him. When we when life is going good, God's voice is a little bit quieter, but when things are going when things are difficult, we really hear his voice loud and clear. And the other thing is we all have different things that we struggled with. And God uses different situations to work that out in us. So one thing that he worked out in me through some of these is he taught me one thing is how to stand up for myself. And it was okay to stand up for myself. It was okay to speak truth. Like I did not have to take everything that people heaped on me. And so that was one thing that I learned. And and I want you to learn that too. Of course, he did teach me to be humble. And during these times, there's uh, things that happen that I do need to be quiet about. And he's kind of taught me the difference through all the trials. Another thing that it really taught me is not to worry so much about what others say about you, what others think about you, their opinions doesn't really matter that much. If your heart's in the right place and you're doing what God called you to do, then whatever they think usually has more to do with them than it has to do with you. And so it helped me to be able to not worry so much about what they thought and just do what God called me to do. And I'm going to give you some verses in a minute because there are some that really helped me with that. And it's a constant thing that I have to go back to. It's not necessarily a struggle because now when something happens before I would really withdraw, I would really get down on myself. I would take on what people said about me as truth, even if it wasn't truth. And now I don't do that anymore. And so, but it takes constant prayer, constant studying the Bible and just storing up those verses in my heart. So I know where to turn when that happens. I'm going to give you some tips on that at the end. So stick with me because I'm going to, you know, I'm a little more practical. So I'm going to give you those tips there at the end. The other thing that kind of goes along with this is just the criticism from others. And a lot of times, you know, hardly ever, I don't think most people don't criticize you to your face, but you hear about it from behind behind your back, right? We all do that. We we end up hearing about it, but you know, when people are talking about us behind our back, it still gets back to us. That criticism and those opinions of others, guys, you just got to let that go. Proverbs 29:25 says, "Fear of man will prove to be a snare, which is a trap, but whoever trusts in the Lord will be kept safe." And another version says, it is dangerous to be concerned with what other people think of you, but if you trust the Lord, you are safe. So that just goes to tell us that when we are so worried about what others think of us, it's dangerous. It's a trap. It keeps us from moving forward. It can hurt relationships it, because if we don't accept ourselves for who we are and we don't let those things go, then it affects what we do for God and how we do it because we're so worried about what others think. So just because someone has an opinion of what you did or how you did something or how you said something, and guys, even if you say something that maybe wasn't quite the nicest thing to say or the way to go about something, I'm telling you, it's okay. You're human. Get that out of your head. Everybody makes mistakes. And that's one thing I used to do. If I 
was in a conversation with somebody because there was a disagreement or something like that. When I got done, I would overthink absolutely everything that I said and thought, oh, why did I say that? That's not really what I meant. Oh, I should have said this. And I had to quit doing that to myself because I'm human. I'm going to say things that I shouldn't say sometimes. I'm going to not handle things in the correct way. And if I need to go apologize, I'll go apologize. Sometimes you just need to let it go and not overthink it. Like, oh my gosh, just <laughs> get it out of your mind, you know. And that was hard for me, but that took years and years of working on that and God working on that and working that out in me. So I would say if your heart's in the right place, you're doing what God called you to do, and someone attacks or criticizes you out of nowhere, it usually has something to do with them and not you. And so that's what you have to remember. Even if you hurt someone's feelings and you're your heart was in the right place, like you never meant that or you never really even did that or thought about that or whatever, and they're wearing their feelings on their sleeve, that's on them. That's not on you. Now, can you be humble? Can you say, well, that, that wasn't my intention. I didn't mean that. And I'm sorry that you, you feel that way. Can you be humble in it? Well, of course you can. That's what God called us to do. But don't continue to worry about that or think about it. So the next one that I want to talk about is really where we can get ourselves in trouble. And that's comparing ourselves to what others are doing. And a lot of times we look at what we're doing and think, wow, but this person does things so much better or I should be further along than I am because this person's further along and or maybe I shouldn't even be doing this. I should be doing that thing. So always comparing yourselves to what others are doing is just going to cause you a lot of heartache. And what it is, it's Satan getting into our mind and it stops us from doing God's will. And that's always his intention. His intention is for us to doubt ourselves. So then when we doubt ourselves, we're actually doubting God. And if you think about that back to Eve, when she, you know, God said, don't eat from, in, you know, eat from everything except this fruit of this tree. Don't eat from this tree. And what Satan did is he's like, did God really say that? Like he made her doubt herself because she was doubting God because he's like, did I, maybe I heard God wrong, Right. And he's like, you know, God knows if you eat from this tree, your eyes are going to be open. You're going to be like him. And so then he he made her doubt and then he told her a lie. Do you know that he does this to us probably every single day? He makes us doubt and then he tells us a lie. And you have to have your spiritual eyes open to that. So when you're comparing yourself to others, that's what Satan is doing. And he talks about this in Romans 12, 6. And he's talking about it in terms of gifts. It says we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. And he says, if your gift is prophecy, prophesy. If it's serving, serve. Teaching, teach. Encouragement, give encouragement. Like he talks about this to say, hey, you're, you have to work in unity. And if I gave everybody the same gift and put everybody on, on the same spiritual path, we need people doing different things, right? That's what he's saying there. And so don't go around comparing yourselves to others. The next one is feeling inadequate or unqualified. And for this one, this has been a big one for me. I've shared that. If you listen to any of my other podcasts, I share that a lot on here. Um, I've been, I feel inadequate and unqualified a lot, a lot of days. And I think that's something that God is working out in me. But there's a few things that I learned from studying the Old Testament. If you go back and you study the lives of people in the Old Testament, 
you're going to see where God called a lot of people that were not qualified, and then he did miraculous things. Like He didn't want people doing things in their own strength. He wanted it to be miraculous, where we could look back in generations to come. He would say, say, God did that, because there's no way that a human could have done that. And so when God calls you, and you're like, I'm unqualified for this, he is qualified, and he will get you where you need to be, and then it is for his glory and not your own. So I love the story of Gideon in Judges. In Judges 6, God called Gideon, well, um, in chapter chapter 6, verse 14, he said, the Lord said, go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? And Gideon was like, pardon me, Lord? But how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest and I am the least in my family. Gideon's saying, I don't think I'm qualified to go into battle and deliver Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Like, I just don't think I'm qualified for that, God. He was giving God the reasons why, but God called him to do it. And then if you continue to read the story, God used his own strength. He didn't He didn't even really need Gideon, right? And so... He doesn't need us, but he chooses to use us. And so I think if God called me, even though he doesn't need me, but he called me to do something, he chooses to use me, then I want to do it. And I want to do it in his strength. So I want you to just study. And that's the thing with studying every day. When you study the Bible and you start storing these treasures up in your heart. You know, it's the it's all the stories of the Old Testament that when when Satan says you're not qualified for this, you can immediately feel the Holy Spirit bring to mind, you know, he brings to mind Gideon. He says, remember, I called Gideon and he wasn't qualified either. Gideon kind of feels like you do. And it's just such a great reminder. And we have, that's how God speaks to us. And so when we have all that stored up in our heart, then we have a way to go to battle against Satan. But guys, when you're not reading and studying your Bible, it's hard to go to battle against Satan because we don't have anything to battle him with. And we cannot recognize lies from truth if we're not in the Word of God. So you're going to hear Satan's lies, and then what happens is you start to believe it. So when you're feeling inadequate and unqualified, find you the person in find you the Bible verse, find something that reminds you that you may be underqualified, inadequate, but God called you anyway, and he is, and he's going to give you the strength to do it. So this is another one. It kind of goes along with comparing ourselves, but it's really worrying about what others will think of us. I hear this one all the time. People get so worried. Now, if you, a lot of times, if you just ask somebody, do you worry about what others think of you? They would say, oh, I don't care what others think, but look at their actions. Look at their actions and you will see that they do care what others think of them. When someone is scared to step out and do something in front of others, it's because they're worried about what others will think of them. When someone's afraid to serve God because they're going to mess up, they're worried about what others will think of them. And of course, in my business, I see it all the time. I want to do an out-of-the-box business. I want to do something different. I want to, you know, have an online stream of income through social media, but I'm afraid what my friends and family are going to think of me because it's something different. So I see it all the time. I worried what others thought in different ways, but I, you know, I wanted people to validate me. I think that was the biggest thing. So when, so I'm just being authentic with you guys. Like I really try to be authentic here. My whole deal was I wanted people to think I was smart 
and to believe I had value and I just needed to be validated and affirmed from others. And that's where I would, that was my sin that I had to deal with and worrying what others think. So these are two verses that I have in front of me on my desk in front of me every single day. And now they're stored in a heart and they come to mind quite often. But anytime I have that a little bit of fear creep in of worrying about what someone else thinks. It's Galatians 1.10. If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ because then I would make people my idol and I would be trying to serve them. And that's not what I want. I want to be a servant of God. And then John 12.43 says, For they loved human praise more than God. And this is when Jesus was telling them, like, this is what you need to do. And they were scared that they would be cast out, that they would be uh, made fun of, that they would be kind of like excommunicated, right? Have you ever felt like you're just going to, you're going to be cast out of the in crowd if you stand up for this thing. And so they chose the, uh, they chose human praise over God. They chose not to do what God wanted them to. So you can read about all of that in John chapter 12, but it's John 12, 43. When I... Think about, go like when that creeps up in my mind, worrying about what somebody thinks of me, I think about those two verses and I think, oh, I would so not want to be guilty. I don't want to stand before God and say, you know what, God, I didn't do that thing you called me to do because I was too worried about what a human being was going to think of me. And that was more important to me than what you think of me. And I thought, I don't want to stand before God and have to say that. So these verses are some, if you struggle in that area, these are a couple of great verses that you can just store in your heart. So now I kind of want to talk about the flip side of this. So you're doing something out there, you're getting criticism, uh, or you're getting people, maybe people making fun of you, or maybe you feel like you're not doing a good job and you don't know, like, am I really qualified to do this? Is is this what God really called me to do? Am I making a fool of myself? Like, do I need to be doing this? Am I doing a good job? Because we all want to know Am I doing a good job? We all want to know that. This is one thing I want you to think about. When disagreements happen, when criticism happens, if you've been attacked, if you're feeling inadequate and all these things, I want to show you how to kind of put this to the test, but not believe the lies of Satan. Okay, so we're we're not going to believe those lies, but we are going to examine our heart and put this to the test because we don't want to be prideful. We don't want to think of ourselves more highly than we are. The Bible talks about these things. So especially when there's a disagreement and criticism, we need to put our heart to the test first. So I would say pray. And when I say pray, I might as well just say be in continuous prayer. Because we can't just pray one time about something and get an answer. But every time that comes back to your mind, like if, if you were in a disagreement or, or someone criticized you and you can't stop thinking about it, I don't know if anybody else is an overthinker. I know you are because I've heard a lot of you tell me that, but I am an overthinker. And so I'll continue to think about that. You know, what I said, what I didn't say, what I should have said, all those things. And so it takes continuous prayer. So that's always the first thing is, is that. And then check in your heart. Like, what was my heart intention here? Was my did I do this? Was my heart intention bad? Did I just misspeak? Or does it just not have anything to do with me? It has so much to do with what the other person is going through. Have you ever heard the saying, hurt people hurt people? Do you know how true that is? When someone is going through a hard time in life, sometimes 
and I don't even think it's intentional. They may not even realize they're doing it. They just want somebody else to hurt like they do. And I'm going to be flat out honest with you. When you step out of your comfort zone and you do things that God called you to do, especially if you're making a big impact for him, there are people that want to bring you down. There are people that don't like that. They're going to say ugly things about you. They're going to try to do whatever they can to bring you down. And what I would say to that is let it go. Leave them alone. Let it go. Don't worry about that. And just, you know, step away from that. So I just want you to know that if you've experienced that, you're not alone. That's a normal thing that you will experience as you step out and do things for God. But remember, God wants to see how you're going to handle it. Are you caring more about human praise or do you care more about what he thinks? So just remember that. But prayer, you want to be in continuous prayer. You want to check your heart. You want to make sure that you are putting others' interest above your own, that you are doing things in humility, that everything you do, it's not out of selfish ambition. It's not out of vain conceit, but you're doing it for God and what he called you to do. And, you know, love always wins out. So if you're always loving and caring about each other, that's that is so important, but it doesn't mean that you put yourself continually in situations to be abused or you put yourself in situations for somebody to constantly hurt you. God didn't call you to do that. So just step away from that and you and you can do that and still love others. So we're in continuous prayer. We've checked our heart. We're making sure our heart's in the right place. We're reading our Bible. We've got to store those verses in our heart and just repeat those verses over and over again, staying close to God, listening to God, having faith in God. That's so important. And then the other thing, if you feel like Satan is still just, he is the thief that steals our joy. He is the liar. He is the father of lies. And if you feel like he is still like whispering all that in your ear and you're saying, oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, I can't do this. And it's making you withdraw and it's making you feel bad. You need to denounce Satan. Do you know what denounce means? It means publicly declare to be evil or wrong. It means you are wrong, Satan. This is the truth. Repeat a Bible verse and say, get away from me. I'm not listening to you and just say Jesus's name. And when you do that, he will flee. And so that is, that's so important to denounce what's really going on here, just to denounce him. And then this is just a very practical thing that I've found when I've had times in my life where, um, you know, I've had just been beat down and I will overthink and I'll think, and I'll ask like, why, why is this happening to me? It's just over and over and over again. One thing that I wish I would have understood before is taking action and doing something to move forward, doing something. And sometimes that takes courage, but wherever you are, just get out of whatever situation you're in, get out of your own head, just take some action and just move forward. And especially if you are on a path and then something happened and it just totally is derailing you and you're like, okay, I just can't do this anymore. And you just, it makes you stop it makes you overthink, it makes you uh, withdraw, you need to get back on that path. You need to take action and you need to keep moving forward and doing what God called you to do. And that will help you get rid of all that other. I promise you it will. And the other thing is perspective. Change, you know, I, I'd say this a lot. You need to change your perspective. Sometimes when somebody says something, you know, just change your perspective on it. But sometimes you need a change in location, a change in environment. Maybe you need to do something active. Maybe you need to do something different 
to just get that out of your mind and get a different perspective. So if you if you just feel so stuck where you are and you're just overthinking all these things that happened and it's caused you to get depressed, it's caused you to have fear of people, anxiety, then you need to change your location change your perspective, do something different and take some action and things will begin to change because nothing can really change until you've taken action on it. And you have to be an active part in your relationship with God. You have to be continually praying. You have to be speaking truth. You have to be denouncing Satan. And then you take action on what God called you to do. So those are just a few practical steps Um, I hope this helps you a little bit. And I know it's so hard sometimes when I talk about these things and it's kind of vague because it's like, I can't give you real life examples of all these things that happen. But if you will just think back to your own real life example, like what is going on with you right now? What has gone on with you in in the past that you're struggling with, that you're having trouble getting over, that made you question yourself, that made you doubt yourself, that made you doubt God? I want you to think back to that and just think, how can I take these things that just seem so simple, but really use them and apply them to my life to get out of this place that I'm in and move forward? So, I hope this helped you a little bit today, and I will see you guys back here next week. Before you go, I would love to hear from you. Hop over to my Instagram and send me a direct message. I respond to all of them personally, and I would love to meet you. If you have felt blessed by today, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review. Take a screenshot of your review or this podcast episode, share to your story and tag me, and I'll give you a shout out. Together, we can help women renew their mind with biblical truth. I drop a new episode every Monday morning, so see you next week.